0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Post Post podcast where I talk to creative minds about their inspiring creative journeys. I'm your host, David Gidali, and this is episode 10. We're in the double digits now. My guest today is Dan Satcher a prolific Israeli filmmaker who juggles between directing, cinematography, and visual effects supervising. So as a visual effects supervisor and second unit director, one of his recent shows is Fauda, which streams on Netflix worldwide. He worked on the second season, and his name-bearing VFX studio won the Israeli Academy Award for its work on that season. As a director, Dan has released three sci-fi shorts, with the most recent one being Last of You. Uh, All of them had a successful festival run, and the last one won Best Sci-Fi and Judge's Choice Award at Comic-Con and Best Director at Shanghai International Film Festival. In this episode, we talk about how we first met when our short films competed against each other in a short sci-fi film contest, and how our paths cross again when we collaborate with the same people. He told me how it was like to direct one of Fauda's most compelling and complicated characters, Captain Ayub. We discussed how he as a director perceives shorts as their own form of creative expression rather than just a step in the way towards uh, directing long-form entertainment. And we noted how crazy post-production schedules can get in Israel and how small the VFX industry is there, which at one point forced Dan to on-set VFX supervise two of Israel's biggest shows when they were shooting at the same time. We also mentioned other interesting directors uh, like Denim Villeneuve and Wes Ball, who had interesting short films that have led to uh, prolific uh, filmmaking careers. Wes was also a guest on this podcast. He was on episode eight, which I highly recommend listening to if you haven't already. Uh, lastly, before you dive into the episode, you may have noticed that I've released the last two episodes two weeks apart. I know it's less frequent than doing it weekly, but I find it much more sustainable, especially as my schedule gets busy towards the release of my own short, FaceWap. That said, I'm sure most of you have plenty of episodes to catch up on. I'm very proud of these 10 episodes that are currently available on the podcast website and your favorite podcast apps. And with this, I give you episode 10 of the Post Post Podcast. Hey Dan, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. I just, uh, I actually just recently watched uh, the two seasons of Fauda on Netflix here in, in LA and it's, uh, nice. it's fantastic. My girlfriend is like a huge, huge fan of the show. I mean, me too, but uh, Thank well, you. she's uh, she's a little less easy to impress, that's why I, I'm bringing <laughs>
1: you up. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. actually, my my wife as well. She's a big fan of Fauda. Even before uh, I was, um, she saw the first season, which I wasn't involved in the first season at at all. And she told me, you have to see it. And only when I started to be involved with Fauda in the second season, I watched uh, the first one, and it was, uh, I said, damn, I I should have watched it, uh, like, before.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, it's such a like fresh surprise from, from that area. And I love how complicated, like, you know, there's something that sometimes when you make a film and especially, if, you know, about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, but in Israel, you know, it's hard to be impartial and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to not take one stand or become political, but I feel like it Fauda, there's something about it. that's like uh, above politics, you know, it's like, it's just so complicated
1: and human and, uh, yeah 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 absolutely i think that's that's really uh that's that's the point in fact i think because there's there's no really a, a good side and a bad side i think in the show so mm-hmm. i think that's what makes it uh unique i mean everyone yeah. is a bit uh, uh evil <laughs> in both <laughs> sides so uh, oh, i yeah, think that's totally. what makes it good yeah
0: it's like Breaking Bad too. Like Breaking yeah, yeah. Bad is another one, another classic that that does a similar kind of. You don't know who you who you're supposed to be supporting. You know, Rudy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I mean, you're you're right now in Israel. Yeah, yeah. At the moment.
1: Yeah, right now in Israel. Uh, you just come back from from a trip, no? Yeah, I was in a vacation in South Africa. It was my first time. I went there with my wife and my uh, two years old uh, kid. It was amazing. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. How is it to travel with your kid? Is it the
0: first time you travel with him?
1: We went to like a, a really short vacation in Greece. So it's like, uh, Greece is like uh, Israel. So it's not really, I mean, it's not really was a, like a, a proper vacation. Like uh, mm. we never we never did like a war trips or anything like that. So in South Africa, we traveled, we traveled a lot. We, I drove a lot. So, uh, and he was, he was a good kid. It was really fun. It's really, it's really beautiful place for families.
0: Really, South Africa. Is that Johannesburg and and the surroundings? I uh, no, I went know.
1: to the uh, to the Eastern and Western Cape. So it's the south of South Africa, um, mm. the ocean. Gotcha.
0: Um, and so what are you up to nowadays? I mean, uh, to people who I'm probably going to give you, you know, introduce you and everything. But yeah. I can say that you, you know, you worked as a second year director and visual effects supervisor on FAUDA. I actually just saw this last weekend, uh, the Golem, which, oh, um, yeah. uh, yeah, you have, a uh, warm, uh, dash, uh, <laughs> a warm <laughs> hello from, uh, from Doron and you have, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the directors of Golem, which, you, uh, by yeah. the way, they, uh, they're my neighbors from my hometown in Natalia. They literally grew up a, a building next to me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, we, we found out about it, like, the first time we met was 2006, and we kind of accidentally, you know, through a conversation, we're like, oh, I'm from Natanya too, where are you from? Like, <laughs> I'm from this street, like, no shit, which, which building? I was like, I'm 18, well, we're 20, we're like next door neighbors, <laughs> how did we never see her? So?
1: I was sure that um, Natanya is full of uh, punks and gangsters, and it's, it's, uh, it's a nice <laughs> surprise to see <laughs> that uh, all three of you grew up there.
0: Yeah, it's like not only there's like three directors from Natanya, but they're also <laughs> from the same street and literally like build a building apart, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's nice. Um, so uh, right yeah. now uh, we um, we're actually prepping the third season of Fauda, which I'm going to be the uh, second unit director as well there, and also the yeah. visual effects uh, supervisor. So now they're kind of uh, uh, locking up the the, the scripts and i will read them soon i will have to see what's the damage for the uh visual effects uh uh, department (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we'll see it from then but um now i'm also working there's uh it's the first hbo uh israeli series in israel i can't uh say i can't talk about it a lot but um it's um, Yosef Sider, which is a famous uh, Israeli director. He was nominated for two two times, I think he was nominated for uh, Oscar, I think. He's directing uh, the series, and it's uh, really unique, and uh, I'm doing the uh, the supervising there, the visual effects.
0: And uh, I know you can't say a lot, but I saw online that uh, it's something to do with like kidnapped uh, teenagers, right, from
1: 2000. 14 or exactly. Exactly. It shows. It kind of shows yeah. the two sides of the story from uh, the uh, the war of uh, 2014 in Israel.
0: Gotcha. And you are um, the VFX supervisor on that one as well.
1: Yeah, I'm doing the the supervising, and of course, every time I'm saying I'm doing the uh, supervising here, I'm running a really small studio, so obviously, I'm doing like most of the uh, visual effects as well, like the compositing.
0: Oh, I see, yeah. but not always all of them. Like, do you also work with other studios? Uh,
1: um, no, it's it's when I do visual effects on TV. It's only my studio, but I uh, depends on how big is the show and depends of, on the deadline. If it's uh, if it's really a short deadline, like it's always, so I have like a few. Um, Uh, workers which I work with which are part of the studio and uh, they're freelancers so I hire them by uh, if it's really busy oh I see so
0: but but what you're meaning is like you literally do yourself most of the visual effects exactly
1: uh, yeah yeah yeah. on on every show I'm supervising usually I'm doing like most of the uh, visual effects as well right which I think is kind of unique. I mean,
0: maybe not in Israel, but like in the world, usually, you know, TV shows nowadays have companies doing the visual effects for them, sometimes even more than one studio. You know, it could be hundreds of people...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like because, yeah, because Israel, really, it's a really small industry, and uh, the budget is not that big, especially for the visual effects department in TV. I think just in the recent years, I think, um, I think they put more money into visual effects. I mean, they they take more special care to it now, um, yeah. as the production values are going up. So in Fauda, I, I think I, I did something like, uh, I don't know, maybe 80% of the uh, work uh, myself um, just for uh, this uh, season alone.
0: Wow. That's crazy. So if anybody watches Fauda and is like, oh, the VFX is not, uh, you know, it's like, keep in mind it's just one guy doing <laughs> <through, like>, everything. <laughs>
1: Yeah so yeah and I have awesome. to say it's it, it, I'm talking about the second season yeah I I have nothing to do Yeah yeah with you're right
0: that's yeah. what I was going to say the the second season is way way better than the first season <laughs> Yeah uh, exactly yeah exactly yeah I'm sure in 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 many ways yeah huh. uh that's an important distinction for sure uh, <laughs> and I also saw when when, uh, when heroes fly which is yeah. new... A new show. I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw the first uh, two episodes, I believe. And, uh, I mean, of course, the, the first episode has a big VFX sequence.
1: Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, the first episode, I think, it was, like, um, there's a 10 minutes, I think, war sequence, uh, yeah. which, which I had something like, 500 shots i think just for wow. this uh, sequence um most of it are like the, it's it depends on the shot but it like m- maybe just uh, particles and dust but it can be also full-blown explosions and uh, whatever yeah there's some pretty yeah some pretty remarkable things are
0: being done i mean that your work is is phenomenal and especially considering you know that you're you know, it's it's mind blowing that to realise that it's just, you know, one guy for the most part doing so much of the work on on such a tight schedule too, because I mean I looked at your IMDB and you've like you've been working on four different series this year alone, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean
1: yeah, in Israel, <laughs> you have to work hard really to um, uh, to get uh, paid properly. So uh, you have to do lots of projects on the same time. I think it's crazy. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did Fauda. Yeah, the the like Fauda and uh, When Heroes Fly was shot actually simultaneously. So there was uh, a few days which I actually uh, was uh, I was directing in Fauda and in the evening. I had to uh, run to the set of When Heroes Fly to supervise the the effects, so wow. it was like really hectic times, and also the it had also like the same deadlines for uh, for uh, airing the show, so it was really crazy. And uh, on When Heroes Fly, uh, uh, a really good friend of mine, which is also associate of mine, uh, Daniel. Really um, helped out in uh, in in the, in the compositing of uh, when heroes fly.
0: Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. So, uh, and on on when heroes fly, did you work? Do you know uh, Jonathan Dovek?
1: Um, who's Jonathan Yeah, I th- so he's, he's one of the producers, one of the executives. Oh yeah, Jonathan America. Yeah, 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 Jonathan Dubek, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an amazing guy. He's really um, really talented, and uh, he's a uh, really like the perfect producer i think really i i uh, went to school with
0: him he was in my year and oh really
1: yeah wow no (laughs) no he's a really nice guy really smart yeah i the the i think the uh production uh behind uh, spiro films they called behind Mm -hmm. the when heroes fly uh, one of the best production houses i worked with wow good
0: to know yeah get to know I let, I let him know he said that
1: mm-hmm. uh, and, uh,
0: and uh, the directors of The Golem The Golem by the way just premiered in uh, in Hollywood there was a screening of uh, the film on, at Screamfest yeah I think and, yesterday uh, it was yeah it was Saturday Sunday Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. okay so yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. and uh, today is yeah it's like well it's, it was a few days ago um, and uh, man that was that was also like pretty super impressive Especially like just, I don't know. They, it, it's a period piece. It takes place in the, you know, in in Eastern Europe. I believe uh, you guys yeah. shot it in
1: uh, in Ukraine. In Ukraine, you went there for, for the, yeah, for I the went, reshoots, right? Yeah, I went for the reshoots. I directed some of the scenes there as well of the second unit and also supervised it. So, um, yeah, we were there like for the reshoots. I think we were there for just like three, uh, maybe two crazy days, and um, that's it. Um, but uh, the sets are amazing there in Ukraine. Um, because of the political situation there, unfortunately, um, the sets in Ukraine are empty and uh, there are not a lot of jobs and productions there because the russians usually uh were the guys who shot there but because of the tension and the kind of i can say war between them um they're not shooting there they're not shooting there anymore so um it's really sad to see all the studios are standing empty but the sets are amazing there it was yeah really that's what uh,
0: uh that's what uh, the guys the brothers told me yesterday and uh you know it's an opportunity to to encourage anybody listening to this if you want to make a film and you want it to look great and you want to save money go shoot in the ukraine absolutely i heard
1: amazing things about those uh about the sets there and, and the crew the crew were super professional and really nice guys it was really great yeah. experience to shoot there my my brain is thinking is is like you know my
0: gears are turning. What can I do? What can I make in the Ukraine?
1: Yeah, I think that's how the Golem uh, became. I think they uh, they had an opportunity to shoot in Ukraine and they kind of tailored the script around the sets they have. I'm not sure something like that, which is uh,
0: yeah, that's what they said. Yes, exactly. That's exactly the story. That's, so um, it's
1: a really uh, smart, independent uh, move, I think.
0: Yeah. So let me segue for a second. I wanted to kind of uh, ro- roll back and go back to how uh, you and I met. Um, yeah, yeah. My my angle of it was that I heard about a, a sh- you know a short sci-fi film contest that was arranged by the city of Jerusalem at right. the, time the year, 2010. Yeah. Um, and I uh, I remember you know I don't really take take much attention at come at like short film contests mm-hmm. as I probably should. I should should have probably been more aware of, of some of those contests over the years. Yeah, uh, but I heard that there was like this big, uh, big, you know, first prize and stuff, right. and I, I kind of and you won said, it. Spoiler: you won it. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's that's besides the point. I mean, it was a, a lucky mistake that I. But the truth is, I I asked a lot of friends before I even decided to go for it. I asked a lot of my animator friends in Israel, like, "Are you going? Are you doing this?" Uh, and a lot, and most of my friends were like, didn't even know it, it existed, and most of them said they didn't want to take part in it. And I was like, okay, I'm, I have a chance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what kind of uh, made me, you know, do it. And then I remember just before I, I was about to submit my short, I saw your short, and I was like. Oh fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I felt exactly the same. Um, yeah, the competition was uh, how would uh, Jerusalem would look like 100 years from now in the year of uh, 2111 something like that yes, I think. Yes. Yeah, right? Yes, 2111. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I saw your shorts uh, I said exactly the same I said that's it I'm screwed and I was screwed but it was a great <laughs> it was a really great uh, short film it was, and it was that's how we met so uh, everything uh, went turned out great
0: yeah no I mean I, I was I was actually impressed and, and one of the things that I really liked about yours that I thought was way more effective than mine um, was like you had a very very strong opening shot I remember mm-hmm. that I remember like the film starts and, you know, and there's this epic shot of like, I think it was Tel Aviv, like in post-apocalyptic, like, you know, the city is in, in, in fire, on fire and like, you know, and these people on, right? It was, it was the <laughs> only yeah, yeah. shot.
1: Yeah, it was like a drone shot that they, uh, I think, um, gave us that I composited there. It it was Jerusalem, I think, and it was like a post-apocalyptic Jerusalem. The the short film kind of shows like the more dystopian um, um, uh, scenario of Jerusalem, which yours was more utopian, right? Yes, mine was a little bit... uh, Yeah. And... um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a, a really uh, nice uh, competition.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, but that's you know, I think um, then I I got to know your your work after that. You know, I kind of looked and um, all your shorts are are amazing. I mean, uh, thank you. I so actually, we watched them last night, uh, and uh, I've already seen all of them. You know, at least once. So it was fun to to go and see them again. But I mean, starting from. Uh, you know, from when it when it will be silent, yeah. and all the way to like last of you is yeah. is uh really really well done. Um, Thank you so much. And everything, not just the visual effects, but like the production value, and uh, the, you know makeup, and uh, the you know practical effects, and everything. It's like it seems also from that short about Jerusalem. The thing that struck me was that in that short you had a collaboration with a uh, dance company right with uh, bacheva
1: yeah i had uh, not with uh, bacheva directly but with uh, the composer who did the score for one of their uh, shows so he he had like the perfect score for my film which is um like a uh, really famous uh f- folklore song right about Jerusalem yeah. but really with uh, ominous uh, twist to it so it was the perfect song I think, I think I'm think i not sure if I heard the song first and then I had the idea for the short because usually that's how, how I work I mean for my first, uh, my first film uh, when it will be silent I had like a single image of a guy with a, a a gas mask in the desert. That's all I had in my uh, mm. in my vision, and I kind of tailored the story uh, around that image. And also in the second film, in Overture, it was the same. I, it was uh, it was built from a single image of a guy walking in a really rainy forest, in the in the puddles, in the, the mud, and I kind of tailored the story around that. So I think I heard the song. Um, and it really gave gave me the idea of the tone of the short film for uh, Jerusalem.
0: I mean, it was fantastic. I remember wh- uh, hearing the the song. I thought the song was just made for the short, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. you got you got <laughs> yeah. you know you, you got people on board, like you know working for you. How mm. how do you do that? <laughs> no, no, it
1: was really like uh, it was really luck. Everything was pure luck with that song. Yeah.
0: Uh, but you had also a big crew. Like, I mean, my, I was kind of proud quote unquote to, to say, oh, it was just me and my DP. And I got two friends to join me and we went to Jerusalem and we shot this thing in like a day,
1: but (sighs) yeah, exactly. Because uh, back in the day, uh, I mean, you, by then you let, you were living in uh, LA, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did. I was on, uh, I was on summer vacation from film school. Um, it was uh, after the first year so, so but you i you shot I, it on your vacation yeah i shot it while i was in wow while you i see? was just in <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i did okay it's not fair to say it's just me and two friends i mean i had uh i borrowed the camera from uh old friends of mine and i yeah. had you know
1: yeah I, I had a big crew because i was in um film school While we were Uh uh, doing this, also my first, uh, yeah, yeah, I was uh, in film school. I think it was my in my second year out of four years. Uh, So it was like uh, I get all my friends from there and we shot it together. I directed it uh, with another friend of mine, uh, Joseph Cohen and um yeah. it was a really fun experience i think it actually was i think it was before um when it will be silent i think it's kind of like my first film or maybe my second um right so so all my short films we beside, uh, beside um last of you were done in uh in film school and
0: um yeah that's a cool uh it's cool to know. I mean, it's it's such a it's so amazing. And you went to uh, Sapir, right? That's the name of your film school. Is that in yeah, the yeah. south
1: of Israel? Exactly. It's uh, it's in Sapir Academic College, which is right in the border with uh, Gaza. It's Gaza and Doat, uh, and uh, oh, wow. so, so it's it's, uh, it's it's a kind of. Uh, unique quote-unquote experience to uh, learn there because uh, when things get a bit hectic in the border um, you get uh, rockets falling in your at your college so it's uh, it's quite an experience to to learn there but uh, maybe maybe that's why i had like the morbid visions all the time for my short films maybe because of the uh, the place i don't know
0: (laughs) So that gas mask wasn't even a prop. You just had to wear it back then. At the
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I bought it from my uh, parents' basement uh, in the basement in Israel. Uh, we all have uh, gas masks. You have to have them. So uh, I just uh, use it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's funny. <laughs> I was just
0: about to say, like, you know, you know, most people would think, well, what do you mean? Like, it's a place in Israel where you're, you know, under rocket. We thought all of Israel is under rocket attacks. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not as common as people might think. I mean, Israel is a pretty safe place overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, come visit Israel.
0: all the attention.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's safe. Well, you know, You'll man, have fun. it's fun.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. I mean, you know, you have higher chances of getting, um, I don't know, hit by a car in the in L.A. than getting, you know, exactly involved in a terrorist thing in Israel. Um, But L.A. doesn't have a higher chance overall of getting hit by a car, (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah. Um, So, uh, were you always uh, interested in being a filmmaker, like, or I mean, when you when you went to Sapir? obviously just judging by the short film by uh, the one you made about Jerusalem you were already like pretty pro with visual effects at the time so
1: So, yeah when I always wanted to be a filmmaker since I was a kid I think it's like the uh, cliche story of the the kid with the high eight uh, camera who shot uh, films with his friends so it, it was exactly like that and I think in our when I was in my Ninth grade, I think, I made a short film with my friends. It was it was called um, nineteen ninety nine, and it was also like a, it was really a, a post apocalyptic yeah a short film which I uh, you know which I did everything I shot it I directed it and my friends uh, were the actors they played uh, terrorists even though they were like 12 or something (laughs) (laughs) and uh, it was uh, about a scientist who I think it was about the scientist who uh, developed like a syringe to that you can Put seeds in it and then it shoots it to the core of the earth and the earth can be greener or something like that and they uh steal it and they put gunpowder in it and the earth explodes that's that's the happy ending of the of the short film Uh, (laughs) so so uh, yeah and i kind of um let's say the, the 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 short film was 20 minutes and then it was just 10 minutes of explosions which i edited from other <laughs> films I just put it a lot of um, explosions I think it was mainly Independence Day or something like that uh, <laughs> so it was a uh, really a funny short film you yeah. <laughs> know
0: well good I mean it's it's the beginning of uh, of every you know good artist is like
1: imitating right or the, yeah, the yeah. start of every good artist I, exactly and I never really knew what I wanted to do, like the profession in filmmaking. I just want. I just um, knew that I wanted to uh, tell stories. So at the big at the beginning, I thought when I went to film school. I thought I want to be um, I wanted to be a cinematographer, so so I I shot a lot of short films. Even in my short film, my both uh, Jerusalem and When It Will Be Silent, I was the uh, camera uh, uh, man as well, mm. and because I was kind of okay in it. Um, so I also did it for a living for uh, for a few times. Like I I shot uh, two seasons of a TV series here in Israel called Ron, which is a comedy, and I shot uh, wow. I shot an uh, independent um, feature film. But uh, it was never I never really I never really had any like s- the satisfaction from it. So. I knew that I wanted to direct as well, so I directed the short films, and the visual effects aspect of it became. I, I did it just from a necessity because I always I always knew I wanted to direct uh, genre films like maybe sci-fi or fantasy, and yeah. no one I knew uh, knew how to make uh, visual effects, so I kind of self uh, taught it. From tutorials and the internet and stuff, and because I was uh, good at it, I uh, did it for. I was the go-to guy. I was the go-to guy for my friends as well. So I did the visual effects for their short, for their short films, and uh, that's how. Yeah, that's uh, very.
0: How. It's it's very typical, very common. I mean, I did the same thing. I still actually do the same thing. I feel like you know uh, a lot of my clients are friends or colleagues that went to school with me, so it makes a lot of sense. And um, and uh, also, I, I had a conversation a bit uh, earlier with uh, Wes Ball, who's uh, also a visual effects like yeah. artist, but now he's directing a I don't know a hundred something million dollar movie. So that's great. You know, obviously, he's he's he doesn't need to do his own visual effects anymore. I <laughs> uh, can't uh, wait
1: for this day, for that day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's, uh, but he's so cool because he's still very, very like, you know, he likes it. He likes doing visual effects. Uh, yeah. even though I'm sure he likes directing probably even more, but you know, he's mm-hmm. still very involved with, uh, uh, I don't want to repeat what he said because it's going to be on the, on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the podcast, uh, before, yeah. but you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you later. Uh, um, but, um, yeah. I, so as far as like the timelines go, cause I mean, you mentioned that you, um, you as a cinematographer, that's something that, that really interests me because, um, um, uh, I also, when I went to film school, I did a lot of cinematography myself and everything. And, uh, and then honestly, when I went to AFI and I saw the cinematography program at AFI, I realized that, oh my God, these guys are so professional. Yeah. I mean. The American Film Institute uh, cinematography program is very strong. Uh, The USC one is really strong as well, by the way. I know that because I worked with a bunch of them. So, you know, and there's a bit of a rivalry between the two schools. So I don't want to say anything, you know, about one without saying (laughs) saying, uh, good things about the other. Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, just in general, you come to LA and there's this sense of like, in everything, not just the cinematography, also all, all the other disciplines of like, you know, there's professionals, you know, people who are doing this all their lives. Like this person is a cinematographer
1: and he's done yeah, it for like 30 exactly. years. Exactly. And that's exactly um, what I felt when I, what I felt when I when I was uh, shooting those uh, TV series and, 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 and the film that it's not really me. I mean, you really have to love it and it's it's you have to be to, to be born as a cinematographer. And uh, my passion was uh, somewhere else
0: that's interesting and is it is it kind of because you felt like you were drawn to something else it was never like this kind of imposter syndrome where you're like oh maybe you know um maybe there's other people who want to dedicate their lives to this and maybe they you know it's i'm not like i have that thing that's but the only reason i'm asking is because it's coming from like uh my own self-doubt it's like i love cinematography mm-hmm. and i love you know tinkering with cameras and and also just love the physical aspect of that and mm-hmm. even if even as a as a gaffer uh or even just as a crew member I, I when i went to film school even though i wasn't i wasn't supposed to i was often crewing for the camera department um right. when i say what wasn't supposed to is because uh at <sighs> afi they kind of there's a very very strong uh like uh, uh gap or 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 um Segregation, if you want to say that between classes, between the different uh, the different arts, a director a director should not uh, you know touch the camera because that's the camera department, the the camera classes. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, it makes sense. So Hollywood style. I mean, in Israel, it's uh, it's such a it's really different. I mean especially where i went to uh, film school in Sapir, you do everything and everything from everything and i think it's a really good approach because you get uh, you get to uh, experience with everything and that's how maybe you can um, know what you really want to do in your life and it's i think it's really good for a director or uh, even for a visual effects artist or uh, for the uh, cinematographer as well to know the other profession, at least the basic stuff of the other professions as well, because then you have like a shared language. And I think um, I really, I really love cinematography as well. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it's my true um, uh, passion. And you can see it in my short films as well. As a director, I really, I really um, take a lot of time to break the the shortlist. And um, uh, the I, I yeah, go to totally. the locations, and um, I, I can be there for hours, and uh, to think how we're gonna shoot it from that angle and this angle, and because it really means a lot to me as a director. Maybe, maybe, yeah, no, maybe I, more I than anything else, I think like the 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 cinema aspects of the of uh, films, like the atmosphere. I think that's what. Um, uh, drew me to to uh, to this uh, profession.
0: Yeah, I actually wanted to mention that in "Last of You," that your last short. Yeah. Um, ironically, your last short so far is called "Last
1: of You." <laughs> <But> <laughs> let's good. hope it won't be the last one. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's. I mean it's it's about time, dude. Are you are you working on on anything right now on on a
1: new short or? Yeah. So. Uh, uh, not no, not on short, but um, I'm working. Together with uh, Otem Shamil, the uh, director of uh, the, seg- the second second season of Fauda and also the third one, um, we're working together on a we're developing together a TV uh, series, uh, kind of oh. also a dystopian Western Israeli Hebrew like show, kind of a lot of uh, mixes of genres, um, which we hope that. Uh, maybe in a year or two we'll be able to shoot it yeah
0: that's exciting guys yeah. wow congratulations i mean not congrats i mean good luck that's what i meant <laughs> yeah, yeah, congrats yeah. for working on it <laughs> Thanks. uh and do you did you guys uh figure out like how would you be uh splitting your your roles on set are you guys gonna co-direct
1: or do yeah like, we, uh, yeah we're gonna co-direct it uh, together we have a really good chemistry together and uh let's hope uh, it will become a reality.
0: Nice. Yeah. I want to go back to talking about your role as a second unit director in a little bit, yeah. but I think uh, I, am I, still trying to probe you about the cinematography. Cause I mean, I, yeah. um, it, I find it very interesting. Like in, in uh, last of us, as what I was about to say. Um, like the short starts with this POV shot that I, I believe you probably shot with a GoPro, right? Uh, underwater or that yeah. guy that kind of gets out of
1: the yeah that guy was um, me uh, by the way because <laughs> i i i didn't yeah. want to put my uh, lead actor it was the first day of shooting and i i didn't want him to be cold because we have like 20 more days or uh, not 20 maybe 12 more yeah. days of shooting yeah so i said okay uh, let let me do it <laughs> and uh, yeah it was go <laughs> uh,
0: yeah
1: yeah, thing. it was a GoPro, but uh, for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the film, it was uh, a thing. I think it was a 5D Mark II, which was mm-hmm. um, attached to a bicycle helmet, um, because Just back the then the GoPro wasn't up to snuff like it is today. And I really wanted to have yeah. the, um, the right, like the right quality, quality to it, and I also attached yeah, to it a panoramic uh, lens, and then I um, like um, fixed it in post the um, the distortion. So there's a quite a unique um, image to it, feel to it. To yeah. the GoPro or to the other? No, camera? for the other camera, for the uh, DSLR. Oh, yeah, the GoPro yeah. was yeah. The GoPro
0: must have been wide enough, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I mean, uh, but I, I loved that first shot. I mean, there, I mean, generally loved the film in in general. But I felt like you know there was something about that kind of grittiness, and also like you, you created, you added a lot of interesting, you know, glitch effects and stuff. So, so just to to kind of uh, to put it in context, this short film is about a person who has his memories recorded on kind of a chip, and he's uh, basically kind of stuck in the past. He's in this post-apocalyptic world where the The world is falling apart, but he's, uh, you know, instead of worrying about survival, he he kind of is is uh, addicted to experiencing his past
1: uh,
0: exact memories. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah. He, he's
1: re-experiencing like the last days he had he had with his wife. So he's re reliving her death again and again, just to just to be with her again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a very touching, it's a very touching film, very effective too. I mean, and, and uh, it's an interesting, yeah, I watched it. And I was like, wow, that's, uh, that's like good sci-fi. And you got, you, you were in a lot of uh, very, uh, you know, prestigious festivals and you won, you won in the Comic-Con, uh, the, you know, at Comic-Con yeah. first, uh, first prize. And yeah. uh, what, what was that? process like like so i guess what i'm the the main question uh or the main topic i would say we um this kind of leads to is, is the whole you know you made short you made three short films which is i think you know in 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 and by itself um a remarkable thing because short films are not really or at least for people who live in the us you know usually they think mm-hmm. of the short as like okay you do it at school And it's like a means to an end, you know, like you Mm -hmm. make a short, people notice you, they let you direct your feature. And once you're done, once you're over that hoop and and you've kind of entered either the feature or the TV world or wherever it is, then you no longer go back to having to make a short, like short is like a a ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, So making three shorts, I feel like is kind of, uh, is unique Mm -hmm. uh, because in Israel and that's one of the things that I think is it makes it makes a difference and uh plays a role here uh you get uh, you can get funded by the government and uh and once you make a short you can actually get money to from the government to make another yeah. short so yeah. is yeah. is that So I guess the, the question well you know talk about that a little bit is that how you made uh, the um, shorts yeah
1: I think my my first short was um uh out of my own pocket everything in it and i think all of them were never really made to be as a calling card or something like that they made as just because i I was really passionate about telling those uh, stories and i really wanted to to shoot it and and i had a lot of fun uh, doing it and but on my second uh, short i got uh, a grant from uh i think it was a can't remember the name of the fund, but it was um, an Israeli film fund. And also, and, and about the third short, uh, Last of You, it, there was yeah. a competition in, there is a sci-fi, a, a really good sci-fi film festival in Israel called uh, Utopia uh, Film Festival. And they had a competition for, uh, that you uh, submit uh, uh, a short script, a short uh, genre script. And uh, if you win, you get to uh, produce it for, I think it was uh, 1,500 uh, shekels, which, which uh, no 1,500, 150,000. Uh, how do you say 150,000? Oh, that's 150,000. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> that's so that's, that's a lot of money for a short film. Oh, and... Yeah. Uh, in israel and uh, we won we won I, I submitted together with my screenwriter uh we submitted like five short films because we really wanted to win it so we just oh, uh wow. we wrote and we wrote and um uh, this uh, script uh, won and we were really happy and um that's how we made it outside of uh, film school that's last of us that's last, last of Us. Last know. of you. Last of us is the is, is the video game, which is yeah, a, a much a much better uh, experience than this short film, by the way. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and
0: say that. I mean, it's a different thing, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, effectively, different. Yeah. And um, last of you. So, and and once you did that short, I mean, first of all, congrats. That's amazing. I didn't realize you guys were the ones that uh, took all that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. I think I, yeah. I think I heard about that contest, but I, probably, I might have even sent something that I was lying around or something like that. But yeah, I'm <laughs> glad. I'm glad it was you.
1: You know, <laughs> thanks. Uh, hey, you won in Jerusalem. Come on, uh, leave, a, leave something to us as well. <laughs> something. Yeah.
0: So I left you like the big. I, I took. The, I took. a I took a crumb, and you took the cake. You know. <laughs> um, no, but brilliant. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have. You know, like I, I went to LA and and went on to make uh, Europa and stuff. You know. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: and Europa is a, a really great short film. Which, which, by the way, your cinematographer Itai Goss, he, he was my uh, cinematographer as uh, the second unit in uh, in Fauda. I'm oh yeah, sure you know. yeah. That's yeah. I,
0: it's. I do. That's funny. I, I remember. I remember him talking to me about being the cinematographer in Fauda. But funny enough, it was before I actually watched Fauda. So for me, it was just another Israeli show. Uh, It wasn't um, wasn't a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think, I just think I realized uh, later on or something that, oh yeah, he said, he said something like, oh, I'm working with this uh, talented uh, VFX, uh, um, you know, guy who's also the second unit, Dan Dan Sachel, maybe you know Mm -hmm. him. And I was like, Dude, you're stupid. Both of us know him. He's the guy that we were, we were, you know, struggling to win against. You know other. The guy was with me in Jerusalem. You know, we did we did the short about Jerusalem together as well. Yeah. Um, and we were there, you know, in in Jerusalem at the. I mean, I think we probably met each other at at that um, award ceremony. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's just so funny like you know then then he works with you and he's like oh, I'm working with this guy and I'm like we both know him dude like, <laughs> get, snap
1: out of it <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, and yeah, to answer just... your question about the, 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 the short films I always have more ideas and scripts for short film because even when I will make uh, let's say a feature film and a TV series let's hope um, there's something to the uh, short film uh, platform which I really love i really love to tell short short stories and you can you can be it's 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 a great place to experience new stuff i mean overture is a really abstract short film which i have directed and um i mean as a feature film it will i could never have done the same thing um because it's a short film you can do whatever you like it's not uh it's not for um uh, it's just for the experience. It's just for fun. So um, I hope I will make more short films in the future as well. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you
0: you the way you describe it, it it uh, it really tickles the appetite. I gotta say, like, yeah. I I always thought of short films. Well, not always. Like, I you just reminded me of how I felt about short films when I was in film school, and I saw that you know you can't just constantly you know be thinking about these things about making a short writing a short and just see it as a as a as a tool or as a means to an end like it becomes your life and it becomes something that is part of you and and that medium kind of you know your brain starts to kind of live within that confinement of time and and uh and see the the advantages of it and see that you know it's yeah it's an opportunity to discover new characters and to uh and to explore new concepts and because it's not like a huge undertaking as a, as a feature might be, and because exactly. it's not even like a big deal to like sit down and watch it because it's not as, you know, it's not as time consuming. Um, you do get to, to do things that feature films and, you know, long, longer formats don't really, uh, um, don't really support in, in the same way. Yeah. Um, so But then you're saying the next project you're actually working on is a, is a series, right? With. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Was was there, was there anything, sorry to, to, but I wanted to go back to the shorts and to, to that process. I mean, so you do a short, you make a short, you finish it and, you in your case because the shorts are awesome and uh, <laughs> and uh, they look amazing and, and they're well done. You get uh, you get adv- you, you you get accepted to festivals. I mean, I see yeah. like, when it when it will be silent. Was it Sitges
1: in Spain? Yeah. It's it's a sci-fi right sci-fi horror film festival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of the, it's called the called the Cannes Film Festival of, uh, of fantasy uh, genre. It's a, it's yeah. a really nice film festival to visit as well because Sidjilmass is a really beautiful city.
0: So did you go did you have like a festival festival run with all three of your shorts?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did and I think that's part of the experience as well to be because as a, as an independent filmmaker y- usually you do at least here in Israel you do all the publicity yourself. I mean, I was the one who uh burned them on DVDs and shipped them in mail and uh and so so you you gain a, a lot of experience with um that side of uh, filmmaking which is important as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of fun as well because you get to um, to see your film on the big screen with with an audience, and that's what that's why you make films, I think. And um, yeah, it was a really great experience. All the so film festivals. Which festival was your favorite, and why? I, I think yeah, I think Sieges is my was my favorite because it was the first film festival I went to. And I had no clue, it it, it was uh, a really important and big film festival, so I was clueless. It was with my first uh, short film, I was in the second year in college, and it was a really amazing experience, and we, uh, we, we screened our short film just be- bef- uh, before a feature film. Uh, in it was in the auditorium, which is the biggest um, auditorium there in 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 Cigus, which, uh, uh seven thousand people, and uh, it was an amazing experience.
0: Sigis was was not not too long ago, right? I mean, I think. Uh, oh yeah, it was in the beginning no, of this month. No, Sigis was. Oh yeah, 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 oh, The yeah. Golem also uh, screened there, just now. Yeah, that's what I, I remember. Yeah. That's why it like popped up. Um, and, and what it was like to, to see your short with, uh, with, you know, in front of a big
1: audience and on the biggest screen there. Just like I said, it, it was amazing because, because it was the first uh, film festival and maybe it was, uh, it set, uh, it set uh, like, uh, a, a high bar for the rest of the film festivals. <laughs> so it, it was, mm-hmm. um, it was amazing because it was packed, and uh, people really responded to it, even though it's just it's just a, a seven minutes short film um, yeah and but the people really reacted to it and they came to me afterwards and talked to me and it was I was just a clueless uh film student there, so it was an amazing experience uh were you
0: approached by uh Professionals by people that you admired like the was there any any specific person that approached you that kind of uh, uh, no
1: no but 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 i actually um I sent the film um uh eh, to uh let me think let me remember who was it uh Uh, Guillermo del Toro I I sent the short film to the email of Guillermo del Toro because he he, he likes to tweet and he published published his own email and said send whatever you want to this email and uh, Hmm. luckily he he responded and he said wow what a great short film and uh, if you have more short films send it to my way and it was wow (laughs) <laughs> you know as a film <laughs> student to get uh, that kind of a reaction was amazing and actually I found out that um, yeah the troll films can be a really good uh, calling card because to each of the film after they got uh, published online there was a really good reaction to it and they were all um, Vimeo staff picked and because of that I got, I got a lot of emails from agents and uh, managers and um, it's uh, it's a really good calling card to do uh, a short film, and I really recommend it uh, to, to to do so to any uh, filmmakers out there.
0: I I agree. I mean, I, I've experienced a similar thing. Um, and talking about agents, what what is your you have an agent right now, right, or a manager? Yeah, yeah,
1: I've got a manager in the US uh, for uh, from. Uh, Three Arts Entertainment but um, many working on Israeli projects projects right now um, maybe in the future um, it will be more relevant
0: Gotcha and so how did you guys become start working together? Do you uh, do you remember like how this kind of came to
1: be? And yeah you, I think yeah he saw the manager Ari Ari Lobet, his name he saw uh, Last of You he saw the trailer of uh, Last of You I kind yeah. I think that's also like a really good tip. If you cut uh, a really strong trailer for your short film because people respond really well uh, uh, to those trailers and he saw the trailer and uh, and a few other managers as well saw the trailer and they asked to see the short film. He was really excited about it and uh, he seemed like a really uh, smart and nice guy and uh, uh, I signed up with him.
0: Nice And yeah. uh, Have you guys uh, Been um, Working on anything together Like um, Did, he,
1: we, did we, things that you We Yeah write? So So We've been in a few Development hells uh, Of uh, On a few projects So nothing really uh, Turned uh, Nothing was really Greenlit green But um, mm-hmm. That's part of the Experience as well And um, It's uh, It was a good run For some of the Scripts uh, we wrote yeah i mean i know what it's like i, I had a i had a manager for a little while
0: uh, yeah. and we also were like kind of uh it's the same thing it's like you know you, yeah. you there's a, there's a hype after you get your short made and and you get involved with people and you know everybody promises you mountains but at the end of the day it's really up to you to yeah exactly uh, exactly
1: it's really up to you. Yeah. and i think the main uh, lesson i learned from, from this is always have at least one script a full feature script or a TV series a, a pitch ready for for when the opportunity arrives because if you don't have nothing nothing will happen they, they won't find the right project for you as a young filmmaker you need to develop it yourself, you need to push it and we, I never had like uh, anything really ready up to snuff when uh, the opportunity arrived. So I think that's a really, uh, a really big lesson. If you're, if you're doing a short which you think is, it's good and it will make waves, uh, be ready with the next project you want to pitch at least one. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm so with you right now. I'm
0: actually finishing up a short right now. Oh, really? uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while for me too that's amazing uh, film was from 2015 or something yeah um so it, it's it been a long time in the making i finally found a short that i want to that i want to do and i i set out and and did it somehow it was very hard honestly it's hard it was hard for after after a while that of like you know i i was always i mean i'm always creative and i and i'm always like you know thinking about new project writing new projects uh helping other people develop their projects. I mean, I'm sure you, you are very active as well, but, um, you know, for some reason making this short, making this short was really hard for me. I
1: don't know. I think it was, I think it was hard for you because your last short you made, you were a, a film student, no? Or did you make any other short films after that?
0: Um, yeah actually i did make a short film after my feature film that i never um it was not mine i mean it was produced by a friend of mine and he decided never to release it so i did i did get to direct a short film after yeah uh, but it wasn't mine i think i don't know this one was hard for mainly because it was very very short like it was a super short short like or at least I, i was hoping it for it to be Um, and Uh then the production I I guess I rushed into production because I I felt like if I don't do it now I will (laughs) you know I will procrastinate and it will happen so I kind of I pushed myself a bit too hard to make it on a very tight deadline and I think the short ended up suffering from it like I a lot of my crew members that I wanted ideally were were not able to be ready in such a short amount of time and I had to rely on a crew that it wasn't, you know, um, my usual crew, and yeah. I wasn't
1: fully prepared to, to no, because, guide them. Because, but you also do the short film out of passion, right? I mean, when you did 10, 10.0 point earthquake, your, your feature film. I mean yeah. it was you were hired to do it and that was your main job right but when you do your short yes. film you kind of need to do it in I don't know in weekend, at week at at weekends and you need to find the time to do it but because you need yeah, because exactly. now you have a career a career so it's really hard to do so that's uh that's yeah. impressive
0: Yeah I mean it was uh, I I wouldn't say impressive <laughs> Anyways, maybe to, maybe from from the outside, but I think uh, I mean it's mostly impressive that uh, that to me I feel like, and that's one of the things that I think I learned with my future is that doing it is the most important thing, you know, like yeah, making it good, making it amazing, making it like you know exactly how I imagine it. That's secondary because you know it's so exactly. hard to just go out and do it in the first place, you know, right. that that in itself that in itself deserves to be, uh, now of course it doesn't mean that, uh, you should, it shouldn't be great because Mm -hmm. once, while you're at it and you've done it, you know, you, it it should, you know, it, it better be good because you really want to keep doing it, you know? So, um, but, and I feel like the thing is like this short is, is, uh, you know, I managed to, uh, to salvage it. I feel like the, the uh, and it happens with almost every short this short was just maybe a bit more of a bumpy road with uh mm-hmm. with uh, technical technical glitches and uh and some less than ideal kind of location and and uh and kind of production circumstances but ultimately i f- i think it it will come out well um but yeah it comes down to the to what you just said about you know being ready with your next script and yeah. uh, and having something yeah. you're ready to pitch, ideally probably more than one thing, but exactly, yeah. Um, do do you think it's important to have like a fully developed script, or do you think that having just a good pitch might be enough? No,
1: I think just a good pitch because it's 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 a waste. I think to choose. maybe if if you've got a passion for it and the time, go ahead do it because it's a really good practice to to write uh, scripts even if they won't get produced um i mean it's mm-hmm. uh, you you need to to write a few scripts to really be good at it so um go ahead and do it but i think it's a better idea just to stick for two uh, like three or four really good pitches which you believe in maybe a treatment yeah. if you uh, have the time and uh yeah that's it And when
0: you say a pitch, do you mean like a a graphical deck with like uh, images and things
1: like that, or yeah, I think the more the merrier. And I think if you've got um, any visual, any uh, visuals to add to it, I think it's uh, you definitely should add to it because. You know, people now, I um, they, they don't think uh, when you get uh, like uh, a 10-page uh, PDF, you you read everything. Uh, but if right. uh, there is a link attached to it, which is uh, a minute and a half uh, repomatic or something to, from this uh, world, um, people will see it. And maybe then it will give them to push to read all your, uh, all your uh, pitch. So it, yeah. I think it's important to add some kind of uh, visual element to it. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. And also if you have, uh, if you have any friends who are in the business actors or anything like that, that can, you know, that, that can join you, especially, obviously if it's a, if it's a well-known actor, like, um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I think, uh, one of the best dramatics or, or pitches videos that I remember seeing was for uh, looper. Yeah. Right. It's um, a famous one.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. With uh, I forgot the name of the director, but he he worked with uh, I believe he worked with Ryan uh, Johnson.
1: I think you're talking to
0: no uh, Gordon Levitt. Uh, oh yeah, name, yeah, um, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah
0: Joseph. Uh, Joseph. Levitt. Jo- Joseph, yeah Joseph. Yeah Joseph Gordon Levitt. He and he helped him. He was actually you know he he <clears throat> narrated the uh, the Ripomatic. It was yeah. not really. It was kind of like a combination between the Repromatic and. the uh, in an animatic like he had uh, mm-hmm. some some illustrations and stuff it was so mm-hmm. well made it's literally like a a, a, a clip from the film The uh, yeah. film too is like so smart and, and so efficient in how it's uh how it's put together um yeah. absolutely yeah do you follow um like similar stories like have you been looking at other directors that are kind of you know made their carved their way through shorts and got attention um,
1: yeah absolutely I mean um, in Sieges, the one of the short films that was on the competition with my short film my first uh, short film was um, I think yeah it's called Next Floor which is a short by uh, Denis uh, Villeneuve really? <laughs> so, yeah no way uh, yeah and it was Amazing short film. It is yeah. amazing short film. You should watch it. I think it's online. Uh, so uh, look where dennis is and where I. So uh, wait, wait, I, no, I, I, I got it. <laughs> Denis Denis Villeneuve, I think, is yeah. Denis yeah, maybe it's uh, a French uh, Quebecian name. Yeah, currently uh, working on Dune. Yeah, right Which, after Blade Runner twenty four, I think he's the most yes. uh, uh, amazing uh, director working right now. Um, I, I got to agree.
0: I mean, he's, he's amazing. And uh, I mean, I actually recently saw, have you ever seen Incendies? His, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a film. What, what a yeah. trip. So and back then, I, was he already he must have already directed features back then no? yeah I
1: think, I think he did uh, one feature by then which wasn't uh, really a big hit or something I think it was called uh, Malestorm or something like that I can't remember the name but um, the short was uh, really unique and amazing and it shows a lot of uh, abilities there and I'm sure that it uh, helped, them, helped him helped him to uh, carve his way Lord. I'm writing it down in our chat. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Yeah.
0: Okay. And, uh, and so were you kind of following his career after that?
1: Oh Did yeah. You take absolutely. Any notes? <laughs> absolutely. I I always say, yeah, I screened my short film just after him. <laughs> so, <Wow>. uh, yeah. <laughs> How does it
0: make you feel like, you know, watching, watching something like, uh, um, uh,
1: envious i think mostly <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so yeah, I yeah. think. it's funny it's i mean i'm the same way i've you know i've seen i've seen people and actually you know uh even Wes who, who directed the maze runner trilogy
1: yeah yeah uh, he's a good, he's a really good example as well right
0: yeah so i spoke to him that's the guy that i said that is working now on a hundred and something million dollar uh budget uh movie Anyway, like he's, you know, he also kind of came came out of nowhere with this short with ruin. Yeah, with uh, ruin,
1: which is a beautiful short film.
0: Yeah, and you watch it, and you are like, okay, this guy, he's gonna get noticed. Now, what he's gonna do with it? It's a different question. Like, is he exactly. going to actually? There's a lot of there's a lot of really cool shorts, and nowadays I feel like it's getting even be, even harder right. to like kind of break through the the noise. There's just so much good stuff being made. Right. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Think it's like you're at the point where, okay, people figured it out, like figured out this like loophole or this yeah. shortcut. And now everybody's yeah. trying to do that. And it's just becoming really hard to, to, to penetrate the noise. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it makes it even more bitter. I, I have a friend who, who was, uh, who had, who made a short film for his, um, I think his, uh, his also his like final film. It was, it was a few, it was a good few years ago, not very recently, Mm-hmm. and uh I think he w- he was going around on festivals and and the other the other fresh you know uh, graduate who he was kind of constantly competing with in his short film was John Lasseter really <laughs> <laughs> yeah of, of Pixar you know the head of Pixar and yeah. the director of like cars and I don't know Toy Story I think, Toy Story or, I guess yeah other. yeah yeah I mean he's um you know and I, I, my I, friend is is still in the business too i mean he's a vfx supervisor is he's working he's, he's brilliant and um but they went different paths and, and all and you know once a while he says you know well, my short film was kind of it was me against uh george lassiter's <laughs> short
1: film for a while man. exactly that's what i would say with denis let's see yeah <laughs> but um
0: yeah, but I think we're a bit younger than uh, Denis, right? I mean, he's uh, I hope he so. a few years
1: old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We still yeah. got time. We still got time to, 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 to have our breakthrough. Don't worry, uh, David. It will happen.
0: <laughs> it's it's always the you know I mean I, I, am I the only one who always like kind of makes these like calculations in his head like no what no. year
1: was he born no um, and yeah. and then and then because we're his, we are Israelis we say okay but we had the three years in the in the army and exactly. we had uh, one year the trip of the army so it doesn't count so I'm <laughs> totally, literally like totally. twenty two years old <laughs> no yeah. you're not but okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: exactly what I'm doing. I always try I always I'm like, what did Spielberg do when he was my age, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I have to take 3 years off of that because he wasn't in the army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very typical, very typical. Yeah. Um cool. And and what's uh so I mean, you, you sound like you should be crazy busy. I can't believe you even have time to talk to me let alone like having time to like, you know, travel and stuff because, you know, if you're doing uh, by yourself, so many visual effects uh, for TV shows, and you're, you know, how do you even?
1: Yeah, my my wife kind of hates me, but uh, she got used to it, and um, yeah, but um, it's uh, I, I I guess that you are kind of the same. It's uh, it, it takes a lot of time, and um, but it's it's uh, I think it's part of the fun that it's uh, such a demanding job, and there's a lot of uh, satisfaction uh, from it. And uh, you get to see your work, um, especially when, you know, Israel is a small place. And when you see that uh, uh, eventually people watch your stuff all over the world in, in because of Netflix and, and now that the world is so small. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's really, it's, uh, it's a really good feeling. To see that uh, it's not only like the few millions in Israel that will get to see your job if you do, uh, and if you do a good job, um, maybe maybe people over all over the world will watch it, and and it's a uh, really good, um, it's really satisfying.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, I feel like I remember when I started when I left Israel nine years ago. Um, there was a sense of like, ah, Israel is a place where you know <laughs> nothing good is being made. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's all about you know these like kitchen sink dramas and things like that. But like you know, it's exciting to see what's coming out of there now. I mean, and and it, and I'm so happy to see that people were not like sitting right waiting for, you know, for waiting for some messiah to come and help them. You know, make know, yeah. make sure make uh, make genre movies and, and uh, horror and action with things like Fauda. I mean it's it's exciting to see that uh, yeah, a lot
1: of, yeah a lot of uh, high quality TV came out uh, of reason I'm not sure people are aware but uh, shows like hostages uh, like homeland like uh, uh, in treatment they all are all based on uh, Israeli TV shows so um, there's a lot of uh, good stuff here.
0: And in Israeli, uh, in, in Israeli TV community, do you feel like visual effects is becoming, uh, common and, and kind of treated the right way, or is it still something where uh, they're like an afterthought almost?
1: Uh, it's, it depends on the production, but it's really early. It's really, uh, it's too early to, to, to say, but, um, I think it's heading the right way. I mean, like a few years ago, uh, um, I got uh, phone calls only when they were uh, after uh, locking the final picture. I got phone calls to to join the project. Yeah. Now usually it's uh, before in the pre- in the pre-production with most of the production. So it's it's uh, it's going the right way, I think. But um, what do you
0: think? Uh, what do you think contributed to that change? Because I mean, I still get phone calls even here in in Hollywood. People still make the mistake i feel of,
1: of yeah, yeah i'm sure planning. absolutely in israel as well it's not like all the production are doing it but um what made the change i'm not so sure i think they they learned i think they saw that they get uh, better results also in quality and also in prices because if you plan everything uh, the right way it will be cheaper um they they they, they won't do any stupid mistakes and, uh, I think they, maybe, then maybe that's why they, d- they don't want any, uh, bad uh, surprises.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you mentioned something about your, your office being, uh, on your parents, uh, area. Yeah. so,
1: parents. so. <laughs> So uh, I live in a small town called uh, Kameh which is 30 minutes from Tel Aviv, 30 minutes uh, from Jerusalem, which is a unique for a post house because most of them are in Tel Aviv. I think all of them are in Tel Aviv. So uh, the clients who come here, I think that it's a nice break for them because it's in the woods. It's a really lovely place. You can walk here really uh, quietly and it's... Uh, really good atmosphere here. And, uh, my studio is, uh, right beside my parents' property. It's in the property of my parents. I've here at my studio. It's a lovely place. I really like to walk here.
0: And, yeah. um, and you live nearby. How long does it take you to get there? Um, two minutes of walking. <laughs> walking for two minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, so how come you didn't do it like
1: on your property or like even because <laughs> i am too on poor. two minutes it's <laughs> <like it's laughs> because i'm too poor to to build anything uh in uh, my property yeah <laughs> no my parents has a, a, a big property so uh i was uh, lucky enough to to have it here
0: that's great and uh, and you like living so close to your parents did, did, does it ever bother you that they're
1: there or i mean um not really they uh, i really love my parents they're really supportive and sometimes you get uh you know free couscous so it's uh it's it's a nice uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's a nice perk yeah <laughs> i love couscous <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's uh, cool. So, and and you yeah. said you mentioned you work with uh, with freelancers. Sometimes do they work remote, or sometimes do they ever come? Yeah, in the, and, the, yeah, yeah.
1: Depends on the depends on the deadline. So, um, most of the time they work remote. When it's really crunch time, they move here. I've got a few stations here, and then we all uh, work together. And it's uh, like I said, it's a really nice place to work. So they enjoy it as well. Gotcha. And you work mostly on uh, After Effects, I'm guessing? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I do like uh, most of my uh, work on, in After Effects. I um, mm. kind of do here and there things in other programs, and um, but uh, usually it's uh, just uh, After Effects. Like uh, other programs like 3D Studio or like 3D? Exactly, software, exactly. Or? Yeah, exactly. Some of the uh, 3D stuff we do, which is really not a lot because... We don't like the Israeli shows here. Uh, some of the effects are more basic. We don't have a lot of 3D stuff we need to do here. And even if we do, we do the basic stuff in Element 3D, in mm-hmm. right inside of After Effects, which is really fast and nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Andrew Kramer. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think that's how I. I think like most of the people who who, who self-taught in in After Effects. I think I. The, I learned most of my stuff from Andrew, from Kramer, Andrew I think. Kramer yeah from Video Copilot absolutely yeah the teacher the, the yeah. guru <laughs>
0: the guru exactly yeah yeah I should talk to him too at some point um, that would
1: be amazing actually
0: yeah I know I actually met uh, Freddie Wong here um, oh really yeah maybe maybe more than once even uh, just because uh, I have a friend who works at his studio at Rocket Jump uh, as Brilliant. a as head of production Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, totally. Um, Anyway, I guess uh, what what is uh, what is? I mean, we were talking about through our conversations. We had a few. You had a few tips, you know, like always have something prepared. Yeah, yeah. Always have your next project uh, in line when you're about to release your next short. Which uh, you know, I'm 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 in that boat now with uh, about to release a short, and I'm like very 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 aware of of how important it is to have my project kind of my other pitch right uh, written down and ready to Mm -hmm. go and uh, come Mm -hmm. out with my best uh, with my best foot forward Uh, any other advice that you feel like over the years yeah absolutely I
1: think it's kind of obvious when people say all the time but it's really uh, true and it's uh, that's it's all about networking I mean you need to be a cool guy you need to be easy uh, without any ego, and um, and that's how actually my next three uh, TV projects, I mean vi- visual effects wise, they didn't come. Usually in Israel, they they uh, the uh, the one who contact you is the uh, post um, producer, right? Um, but the next project I um, I, I have are where came from one from the line producer. One from the uh, assistant director of the show and uh, only because we, uh, um, we had a really good chemistry together in other projects. So I think uh, networking is really important and it's a uh, really big uh, part of the job, uh, whether you're a director or, or of visual effects, uh, artist or a supervisor. And I can say, since
0: I just had dinner with uh, two directors who you've recently worked with, uh, on the golem, they said, you know, when when they, when I told them, I'm going to talk to you this morning, they were like, Oh man, Dan is such a sweet, sweetheart. I mean, we (laughs) we love him so much. And they said exactly what you said about that kind of like that can do attitude, that positive of like, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll make it work. You know, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, it's challenging. There's obviously always, always, uh, always, uh, you know, uh, obstacles in the way and and yeah, uh, yeah. it's never, it's never yeah. ideal but the, they said your attitude is always kind of you know let's figure it out let's solve it nothing is un- impossible you know we'll, we'll get it done and i think were you in the air force by chance no i was actually i was a tank commander oh really yeah there's, I mean, I, I probably not just, um, obviously it's all over the army, but I mean, I remember, you know, in the army, the, the main kind of the motto we always uh, lived by, I was in the air force was like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and there's no such thing as impossible, you know, exactly, like, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything yeah.
1: is possible. And, yeah. um, and there's also good, a good side to it. I mean, the limitations, like uh, like they say, it's 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 a really good thing because, like, yeah. you, you need to find a better way to do it, a cheaper way, and um, you get uh, really strong ideas because of that. Yeah, I gotta agree.
0: So yeah, I mean, I'm, I can I can attest, or at least from based on people I know, and and based on me knowing you, that you know, you you put your words your money where your mouth is and uh you do you, you practice that sense of like you know being nice it's funny because a lot of people i think who are you know naturally nice they don't even think about it you know they're just like of course of course you have to be you know a person yeah. you have to be uh friendly and stuff And but it's a yeah. good advice to give because not not everybody realizes the uh you know that you really do get uh the payoff when, when you do that, when, when you're just good to work with.
1: Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's the same on the other side as well, because now if I, uh, uh, someone calls me, uh, for a new job, which I worked with him before and he was a prick, I don't want to work with him because I think, um, it's, uh, it's humans first. You want to work with someone you have, uh, that you got good, good chemistry with and you have fun with because, you don't want to spend all these precious hours working for a, uh, a guy you hate. You want it to yeah. work. You want it to um, be successful. So, it's really important. So,
0: really, real quick question, because actually, kind of reminded me of of this thing where in in Fauda you were a second unit director. It 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 would. Kind of people would assume that as a second unit director, coming from being the visual effects supervisor, you would be mostly in charge of visual effects uh, scenes and yeah. things like that. But it, yeah. w- it wasn't really the case, was it?
1: No, no. That was that. That was the that was the plan. But um, because uh, the production was really hard and it was a big production, and um, uh, they saw the scenes I directed and they really liked it and they gave me more and more scenes uh, more dramatic scenes and um so it was a really great experience and i got the job because i was uh, i met rotem the director on he was the director of uh, two seasons here in israel of a show called um, hostages yeah um and I did the visual effects for the second season and we had a really good chemistry uh, together and we became friends and he saw my short films and he really trusted me as a director and he really vouched for me to be the second unit director they the, the production and the creators were kind of uh, you know they they were hesitated about it because uh, I made only short films by then and they never really uh, watched them and the first day which I uh, came to set uh, the um, Leo the, the the creator and the lead actor he told me he told him that he's worried and oh. he kind of told me uh, don't fuck it up <laughs> wow. and uh, okay. yeah, I hope I didn't and I think I didn't because um, I directed more and more days it was supposed to be like maybe five days of directing and it became like I don't know maybe 12 or something like that
0: you mentioned uh, that you did a lot of the Captain Ayub scenes. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, I think he's my favorite uh, character from the from the show.
0: So I gotta say, he's definitely my favorite character in yeah. the show. I mean, it's such a yeah. such an interesting. So how? I mean, I was just thinking, like Captain Ayub is like directing his scenes must be what any director can only dream of. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, play. yeah. Absolutely. How is it that yeah. you know that?
1: that Rotem let you have that you know like <laughs> 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 I, I think it was just um, I, I think it was luck bef- because a lot of the Ayub scenes which is played by the magnificent Cohen, uh, they uh, it yeah. was shot uh, in a location which Rotem couldn't arrive there because uh, because of technical stuff it wasn't yeah. planned that I will uh, direct those scenes and I had the luck of uh, directing a lot of his scenes, and it was uh, it was amazing because he's a great actor and he improvises a lot. And I think it's uh, it's 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 uh, unique for a show like Fauda, which is really heavily scripted, to to have a guy like uh, Itzik, which which is really a uh, comedian. That's why he's such yeah. a great uh, actor. I think. Um, Who can believe to, that? To I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I I know him from from
0: Not Pesia, which was a yeah. show where he. Basically wearing drag and stuff, and it's yeah, yeah, fun. and uh, and watching him as Captain Ayub is so like that's amazing, you know, amazing casting, really brave yeah. casting, brilliant. Yeah, uh, but also, I mean, the directing in those scenes was, was impact was like amazing. So I think you know you're you clearly proved your you know your skills there if you haven't already with the shorts. Uh, I w- I'm surprised that they were reluctant or like not reluctant but they were hesitant because I feel like the um you know the shorts. Um, themselves also. no i
1: i can understand them because still they're shorts and uh, i don't know how in, in israel it's um everyone does shorts i mean all the film students everyone does shorts maybe even successful ones and it's not really people are not watching them so they were really hesitant about it and i, I can understand them but um yeah. it turned out uh, for the best yeah, I think
0: here too. I mean I think shorts here are also kind of you know they're not you know what after I did my feature I realized okay now I, now I can yeah. actually people actually pay attention a little bit more but you know exactly yeah, shorts, and it's
1: I, easy, yeah. yeah, and I'm sure it's still hard for you as to me is to say when people ask you okay so what do you do for a living so it's still hard to say yeah I'm a film director because you need yeah. like though you need to have the feature or whatever, because uh, to say that in full confidence that yeah, I'm a director, yeah, no, totally,
0: and it's also like your daily life, I mean, if you spend a lot of your time doing something else, uh, even though it's got to do with you know filmmaking and you know, but you know you spend days and days in on your computer and then you go on like what do you do like yeah well i'm
1: i mean right
0: right now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the sun because i've been in,
1: in the game for the last exactly time. <laughs> it's it's really confusing it's really confusing because when you do crunch time in like in some of the productions when you work day and night and then you go out to the set, it's like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> but I, I, I think it's the perfect mix. I wish I could, I, I, I would be able to do the same, to, to direct and also uh, be a visual effects uh, supervisor artist, um, because I feel really comfortable in the studio and it's, uh, I love it here. And but I really love the set as well. As a director, I love being behind the monitor and I love working with actors. And uh, so, I think it's the perfect mix, which I really hope to uh, to do in the future as well. Um,
0: is there anything speaking of the future? Is there anything that excites you on the computer side of things and on the on the technical part of visual effects, like are you? Yeah, like
1: yeah, absolutely. The th- actually, the things you do right now, all the things which with uh, VR and AR, uh, I think mixed reality. I mean, this th- that field is really interesting me because I'm also a huge gamer uh, oh, okay. ever since I was a kid. So. I'm really interested in that, uh, this field as well, but I can't find the time to, 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 to learn it, to, to be more than just interested in it. So I really right. wish it will happen sometime. I'm sure it will happen. Uh, maybe, maybe I will uh, bug you and I will, uh, maybe you will teach me a bit more about this field, but um, it's really uh, interesting territory.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know that much. I mean, I'm just about, I just finished writing like a, a little, uh, blog post about mixed reality that I, you know, yeah. something that I've done a little bit last year. Uh, yeah. but I actually haven't touched it, touched on it a lot. West ball said, uh, that, um, Real-time is like the next big thing. He said Unreal Engine and Unity 3D are Absolutely.
1: Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw some of the demos, the the things they do with it. It's it's crazy that it's it's in real-time and it looks beautiful.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I have uh I my my short right now deals uh, has something to do with uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. com- computer vision. Mm-hmm. Um so that's something that I've kind of been Tinkering with, but really mm-hmm. more more as a narrative kind of from the narrative point of view, like how to use. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's but it's, it's very interesting because it's one of those things where I'm using machine learning to um, do a face swap thing where I, 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 u- I trained a computer to learn how to convert faces into a different face. Okay, um, cool. So the short is going to deal with that a little bit.
1: Okay, and, amazing. Um, Sounds amazing.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, it's scary because I know how long something like this would take with, uh, traditional visual effects, you know, yeah, um, like trying to get a face to, to change uh, yeah. while, while retaining the, you know, re- retaining the, the performance, you know, like, uh, it's basically yeah. like aging or, or de-aging is one thing, or just, you know, having a stunt person and replacing their face with the real, you know, with the real person. But it it's just, and it's a click of a button and you watch it go and you're like, ah, we're about to go extinct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's scary. It is scary. It is scary. So uh, I wanted to ask you as well a few questions because some of the stuff I I saw that you're doing is really amazing. And I wonder what do you want to do eventually with with uh, your company, with Outpost? I mean, you do a lot of great stuff, uh, TV spots and some TV and what's what's the, the the main goal
0: um you know I started outpost um, because i i realized i'm doing um doing more and more vFX for friends and stuff like that, and at some point uh the projects became a bit more you know a bit bigger so I was like oh I should probably turn it into a into an llc a limited liability company mm-hmm. so i can so so my you know legal exposure is is limited, so you know if if somebody for some reason you know sues me or something like that, I can say, what's you know <laughs> I, I don't yeah. uh, if if I go bankrupt, I don't you know like kind of suffer the full liability that um but it's it started as kind of kind of like you know I think like you. You know, I was doing VFX for myself for my own films, and I was you know surrounded by other filmmakers who were like, "Oh, I want a VFX for this," and you know, I'm doing this. Can you help me with that? And you know, so I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." You know, while I'm uh, while I'm uh, you know, as as what you know, as long as I don't have anything that I'm directing, I can do this. This was kind of like the first thing. Then (laughs) yeah, yeah, um, like the ideal scenario really is uh, that I. I'm like J.J. Abrams, you know, like I, I have my own VFX company, but yeah. I spend most of my time directing. And, you know, if, if I could have someone else step in and like manage the VFX, the, the, like the, the company for me, or, you know, even mm-hmm. become a partner and like take over the, 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 the management stuff and like, I, mm-hmm. I'd be, you know, I'd be totally cool, you know, stepping off and, and going about and directing. And it's nice to have your own company for for visual effects um if you you know kind of like have a studio where you can sit and do exploration and things like that and and be able to like sit at a at a station from time to time to do your own VFX or um like just kind of 3D brainstorming or whatever yeah <laughs> um, yeah but uh yeah i mean i don't have very high like goals for the company uh, to grow like if if it does naturally it's cool um but I'm a bit worried about it, like growing too much because I, I don't want the company to become
1: uh, a liability and, you know, exactly. that's That's what I feel. Yeah. that's what I feel exactly regarding my studio. So we kind of on the same boat on that. Yeah. And, and tell me about how did you uh, manage to get the, I mean, you did a few teasers for uh, Narcos, right? As well.
0: Yes. I, I worked. Yeah. Um, it's a funny story. Um, it's actually through a girl that I dated on, uh, I went on a date, um, <laughs> I think it was OK Cupid or something like that. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, the, the weirdest place, you'd never expect something like this to happen. So, like, I started, I, uh, I matched with this girl, uh, she was originally from Russia, her name was Sasha Vinogradova. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and uh I don't mind t- saying her full name because uh, we're good friends now and and uh <laughs> I think she she deserves the credit because uh you know we started we, we were like you know i thought she she looked cute and you know we started talking and and we were uh we clicked and you know she said she's an art art designer or, or concept artist or something and i I was like yeah, that's cool that that's pretty cool um but we kind of at the very beginning, after like the, fir- the first or second date, we were like, "Let's not look at each other's work yet," because <laughs> we were both wor- because we we're both worried that you know that we'll find out the other person is like probably like really shitty, you know, or something like that. It'll, it'll, it'll affect you know it'll affect our our impression of each other. Yeah. Uh, so we waited, and I think about after like three or four dates or something like that, we were like, "Okay, really, okay, let's- you
1: you." Uh, now tell me the truth. Now you 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 managed to wait like three or four dates uh, without googling her.
0: I think. So. Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, wow, enough, impressive. Right? It was about. I think it was probably the fourth date that we met, and I was like, I saw your stuff, and she's like, Yeah, I saw your stuff too. <laughs> and we're and and the cool thing is like we were both like just floored. Like, but I was really I I, I watched her things, and I was like, Wow, this girl, like, she's legit. You know, she her her story was also interesting because when I saw her stuff, I kind of like started realizing what what was happening there. So she she was very new in the U.S. and she came on a on I think on on an artist visa. Mm-hmm. But but the way she came was basically she she was somewhere she was living somewhere you know in the outskirts of Moscow or something like that, and she and she studied uh, art design or something, yeah. And, She did a side project, uh, like a fan art for Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, Like she did these, like the series of like uh, symbols of the, of the houses, you know, the Targaryens and the Westeros. Oh, okay. uh,
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: And uh, uh, and, uh, Winterfell and all that. But she made yeah. them in like these these like three D you know she did it in three D Studio Max and V Ray like super super detailed and and po- high polished renders of like these you know metal like you know uh, uh, carvings of their of their of their symbols and stuff and it just it looked amazing and she put it I think on Behance and it went viral and uh, the company that does the posters for Game of Thrones saw it. And they basically put her on a plane and and took her like they they had her basically they flew her to L.A. like right wow. there and then like the next week or something crazy like that. That's um, crazy. And so she was working for this company that does posters for the biggest shows like you know Game of Thrones and Narcos and uh, and tons of tons of of, of huge shows, uh, but Billboard like stills stills uh, you know. Still, yeah, yeah, not yeah. nothing nothing for tv or, or ad um and uh that company had a little team that went and spun off and uh and was mostly into like 360 type campaigns so 360 type campaigns means you know trying to keep a unified uh design for both the Uh, print stuff and the web and and the web commercials and uh, TV commercials and stuff. So like the idea that they had is like, you know, if if we're so good at designing and coming up with concepts, we shouldn't just limit ourselves to billboards. We should also do, you know, we should apply the same thing for social media, for Instagram or something. So, you know, take that big poster we designed for, you know, for a huge billboard and create an Instagram version of that. But the Instagram version, the Instagram version should also move because it's, you know, it's a different medium. Mm-hmm. You can do animation and stuff. Um, and I was just happened to have, you know, started dating her around that same time. Actually, I think by that point, we've already kind of decided that we're, you know, really cool, you know, collaborators, but maybe, you know, dating is not, you know, re- right for us. We weren't yeah. like ready at the time. Um, and, um, And, you know, we stopped dating pretty quickly. We both, you know, very friendly became, you know, remained in touch. And, you know, a few weeks after that, she was like, uh, you know, we have something that we need some, maybe some VFX or animation for us. So, you know, would you mind coming in? And I came in and um, they basically approached me with uh, something that was basically like uh, an idea for a poster that they wanted to move um, and to make it like, you know, bring it to life and yeah yeah and and that kind of started the whole thing and uh, and that yeah. was the
1: uh, bullets uh, uh poster uh no it was actually before
0: that it was uh the thing it's also on my website the first project uh, that I did with them for a show um that actually came out and 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 came to be was uh for a show called Marseille it's a it's also a Netflix show French speaking okay. Netflix show
1: Oh, is and, that, uh, uh, was it produced by Federation maybe? You have any idea? The production company? Um, I'm I don't
0: know. I honestly okay. don't know. The, it's, the interesting thing is those promos um, are very, there's, there's completely, there's a complete disconnect between the production company that is creating the show and the promo company because that, the promo company is, get, gets hired by the ad agency that is get, that, that is hired by the network and the production company for the show is like a different entity hired by the network, you know, okay. by the broadcaster in, yeah, in that yeah, case. Yeah. Um so it's funny because it's like I worked on on numerous shows. I worked on the Magicians, for instance, and um <clears throat> let's say I later worked on this other show called uh Krypton. Yeah. Uh for a different for a different uh network. And it's like I keep working with the same ad agencies. But you know, it's like so. It's like a new show doesn't mean I get to necessarily network with new people. It's just the same, you know, ad people yeah. that are doing both shows. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the, Krypton uh, the
1: Krypton teaser also is uh, it's really beautiful.
0: Thanks. So the Krypton teaser was actually I worked with a company based in uh, Belarus. Really? Um, yeah, uh, a studio called uh, Recite. That okay. is, uh, they have some brilliant work, like really, really amazing work. They're, they're so talented. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I so I, 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 try to do that more. I mean, I, I take great pride, honestly, with like having less, less of a hands-on, uh, relation with, with the work and, and being more of a producer and, uh, yeah. and, uh oversight, uh, because, because it frees me also to, you know, to work on my short and, and try to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I also sometimes kind of feel like I have to go back and do stuff myself because, um, you know, be more hands on because, you know, just, it's too tempting to see other people do some great work. And I'm like, ah, I want to (laughs) know that I can, I want to know that I can do it myself too.
1: Yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome.
0: Anyway, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, Last thing, um, where do you have like, um, online uh where, where should people find you if people want to like follow you or or see your work and stuff you yeah know? yeah
1: so so i've got uh, two websites one for the more of the direction part uh it's uh, dan setcher.com and uh, my studio is called the uh, dan setcher vfx house so the website is dan setcher vfx.com um so you can get the ups- updates there on what am i doing and also you can uh, hit me up on uh, facebook Facebook are you on Twitter or anything like that or just Facebook uh no no I'm not a big Twitter guy not a big Facebook guy as well but I'm there from time to time (laughs) cool well
0: hopefully people hear this and we'll hit you up because I mean I'd love for you to I'd love for you to like expand outside and come to LA from from time to time and
1: hang out with me here too yeah yeah that would be great actually I love LA Maybe someday, David, maybe someday. <laughs> we'll, make,
0: we'll make it happen. I mean, yeah. you might have even a better... Yes, because you're in Israel and that's where all the big shows are now, you know, starting. Right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so maybe one day you'll come to Tel Aviv or Karmir uh, Yosef or I right? <laughs> even, even better. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: I'll definitely be around uh, sometime this year, so we'll see you. But thanks awesome. so much. Thank you, buddy that was episode 10 I hope you guys enjoyed it it was Dan Satcher another episode will be up in two weeks with Tomek Baginski who is a great artist and I'm a big fan of his and uh, just do the good deeds of uh, sharing the word spreading the word and keep being inspired see you in two weeks on the Post Post podcast